Welcome to the Ross L and Luke Show. This is episode number 78. Welcome to the Ross L and Luke and Will Show. <laughs> Will David. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And uh, today I'd love to talk about salt. We didn't get to talk about it last week. Uh, Luke wanted to talk about the... So uh, we're yeah, today we're gonna... <laughs> that wasn't me. That was... Um... Allegedly. Yeah, it got was it. a bloke called Lucas. Sounds a bit like me. <laughs> Stand in for the day. So salt. Yeah. So um, uh, you were talking about uh, salt and there being good salts and, and bad salts and everything else. Mm. And um, and salt's an interesting one for, for myself because I know that it has an impact on our blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And um, that's something in, in my family. Um, blood pressure and also the impact of salt on that. Mm. Uh, I know my dad was on, you know, pretty high medication to reduce his blood pressure. Mm. And he spoke to someone, and uh, you know, a doctor, and they said, well, you know, do you have much salt? He loves his salt. So he cut out salt for a while and, and um, instead of going up to the next level of medication, which was what the mm. doctor was saying to do, he actually managed to drop back. So it made a big difference. Okay. I think, yeah, when I, when I said this, the salt thing was more, um, uh, our bodies need a certain amount of it. Mm. We sweat to, it out. To, to sweat it out. Yeah, and, you yeah. Know, um, especially if you're doing a lot of activity, a lot of sport, and I just drink a lot of water anyway. Like yeah. always carry mm-hmm. a bottle, just drink a lot. So I know I've got to replenish that just with a tiny bit. But good salt, like the Himalayan salt and yeah. Molden sea salt, it's not your processed table coals, salt. Table salt. That stuff is, is not. Is, there's no nutrition in it whatsoever. There's no mm. benefit at all. And I think it's it's the processed foods that we have um, that is full. So if you if we do eat a lot of processed foods, whether it be McDonald's or ready-made meals, I mean, you yeah. look at the salt content. That's where it's it's a lot of sodium, there's a lot. Yeah. And again, knowing the UK, the reason I talk about it because it's just come from there. And that's a big thing. That's where a lot of people are getting their massive amount of bad salts from. Are all those you know ready-made meals and takeaways, yeah, yeah, Uber Eats, yeah. you know, which yeah. is fine. Don't get me wrong, I, I I love it as well. But when the diet becomes more of that than home cooking, where you can regulate your salt. You can, you know, add as much as you yeah, want, add a, a little bit. You can, yeah, mm. that's a different, different kind of thing. I think, and you know, other other types of salts, like the more umami flavors, like your soys and things like that, where you can 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 get other flavors from, is important as well. I always say, I say, I say to, saying to mum, you know, try and get salt from other things then as well, like like your soys, reduce salt mm. soy, and yeah. other things to kind alternate that. But yeah, I think I think that that it, it's a it's a gray area that a lot of doctors, and again, I'm not dismissing doctors or yeah. anything like that it's just oh, like salt's bad place. and that's it but yeah, you, you know you don't go to a natural therapist to, to get an operation i always yeah. say to people even my wife said look go to it find a nutritionist that that's their world mm-hmm. more so of yeah uh, that point. kind of yeah. thing i you know yeah. um i just and you know got magnesium salts as well which does it you know something different for the muscles yeah, yeah i'm a massive fan i smash and, yeah. orally in powder and also yeah. topical yeah magnesium's a big big part of my life yeah yeah so that's that's the yeah I, I I don't say you know oh go to town on salt but you know just just do your own little you know research by going not not to Google by you know oh, nutritionist yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll drive yourself mad looking at Google yeah. I think of all different dehydration is typically Google. more a lack of salt than lack of water yeah actually well it can be it affects uh, muscle function but as I mean well. when someone yeah. actually has a pro- real problem with dehydration it's typically their salt levels not yeah. their water levels that's the issue. Or more than the water levels, I should say. And, and, and you're right. You, I mean, you can have sensitivity to sodium. I, I found that out working with a I, with a nutritionist, but also got a DNA test. And, you know, I was a bit more sort of had a marker in there that said, you know, just watch the salt intake. Yeah, similar, you know, like, you, like your dad, Ross. Uh, 
just reduce the mm. amount of salt and just mm. keep an eye on it, those little things. So that was interesting. But I feel there's a lot of people out there that continue to, to, to have things that they've been told to reduce, mm. but then take the pill to try and eliminate yeah. it. You yeah. know what I mean? And mm. then I think, you know, it just goes from pill to pill, really, doesn't it? Like, unless we're willing to shift our lifestyle choices, mm. be it diet or whatever else we do, um, we can't really expect much change, can we? Like, even if we do introduce a pill, we can't keep doing what we do. And mm. What's the side effects? Most, most pills, it's the side effects more than, you know, what's in the, what the pill's doing for you good. It's the, it's the downside of that. You know, there's very few pills out there that don't have downsides. And, and we also have this, you know, they, when we take a pill, it's often, even if it's meant to be a healthy thing, it's an excess amount. <clears throat> so we, kids get born uh, in Australia and they immediately get injected with vitamin K. But it is such an incredible overdose yeah. of vitamin K that it just blows your mind. Uh, other countries that do do it, do small amounts over a, you know, over a period instead okay. of one big whack. Like it's just simple to go, hey, here, here's your injection, bang. And it's just such a massive overdose, and it happened so quickly in in the in the surgery, like when the baby came out. So, and you know, there's you know, a couple of doctors or nurses stuff there. One of them's just you know, out of nowhere, has come this needle and it's gone bang, and I'm just like, whoa, what was that? Government um, issue? Is that what yeah. we're talking about? And, and I, and I you know, <laughs> the inoculation. <laughs> so nobody knows because it just happens, mate. No one's aware of this. Yeah, I just and just bang it happened, and I'm just like, well, that was that was a that was a bit quick. I didn't get a chance to say or anything about that. Like, you know, we weren't really. Kind of I mean, if you had a birthing and, plan, chances are that'd ignore you anyway. Yeah, and it just, you know, um, and I'm like, whoa, that was you know, it was kind of intense. And then I did a bit of research and found out what it was, and you know what was in it, and I'm just like, whoa, that's an obscene amount of vitamin K. Like, yeah. you're talking this tiny little baby that's you know minute, and you've just injected this extreme amount of vitamin K into it. Is that a government? policy is it sorry excuse my ignorance yeah, on this totally yeah. but i didn't yeah, okay. absolutely yeah, yeah. Uh, the so immunization. immunizations and injections and things in this country are really highly policed at the moment okay they're they're getting to the point where you can't even take your kids to school or kinder unless they've had had them really yeah <laughs> and yeah. they're and now they're starting to also there's there's conversation about cracking down on homeschooling because if you homeschool you can get away away with yeah. it so if you force them out of homeschooling, make that really tough, and then you're forced into the system, which the only way to be in the system is to have had the injections. So they're really tightening that noose around it. So if a poor kid hasn't had injections, it's kind of already outcast from certain... Yeah, groups. we spoke so, about so it. Schooling groups. On previous podcasts, and I'd, I'd heard rumblings of um, that, you know, if, if you're not on board with certain things with the government it might be like a chip that everyone gets eventually but if you're mm. not on board you don't get the benefits of you know healthcare, dental whatever it is all um, this is alleged by the way and and even to the point where they'll pre-screen um embryos so if they've got genetic defects you have a choice to have that baby or not wow. or they can alter it for you uh, but if you decide to have that baby with all its genetic flaws uh, you're completely responsible for any um, costs incurred, medical, health. Yeah, so. Wow. And that's an interesting... Yeah. That's like the film Gattaca, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, so, and yeah, there was talk about it. <laughs> but that's um, an, and I was like, hang on. That's like, an interesting one. And I think the, the, the ability to, hey, here's a baby, and we can, and it's going to have problems when it grows up, but you have the ability to genetically change that and, and negate those. Yeah. I actually think that's a good, potentially a good thing. Oh, so, you, so you'd prefer it if Helen Keller had never existed and had it been something different? 
So no, I'm 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 not saying that people don't have, therefore have the choice. I, you know, absolutely, you should be able to have the choice as well. But as a as a child no. who has who you know has issues, if they could say, hey, you know what, I wish I wasn't like this. How many children would be saying that? There's plenty who plenty of adults <clears throat> who don't. They say the opposite. They say yeah. So they're, they're the adults. trouble yep. X is the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, yeah. They can look back on their life sure. and say that. Sure, but as adults, we, we, we get to assimilate and, and work with and deal with and, and yeah. we get to be able to choose at that. But how many... So And there's absolutely just cases where people have gone, that's the best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a, a motivational speaker who has no full limbs. He's got a little stump on one side for an arm and he's got nothing on the other side, I believe. Mm. And he's got... Uh, but I don't even think his arms do anything. He's got one foot that comes straight out of his hip and it's a, you know, it's not even a fully formed foot, uh, but he does everything with that. That, yeah. that controls his entire life and he's a motivational speaker. And he went through a really rough time for a really long time and he now goes, it's the best thing that ever happened to me because now I get to help, you know, hundreds, thousands, millions of people. But that's a pretty horrific journey and how many people in his, in his case got to that point. But that could be yeah. a very rare number. So abort or genetic modification instead. Well, I think. Well, no, you know, no, to, no. To, I didn't say that either. I said that, the that clearly there's a choice. I think the ability happens. to be yeah. able yeah. to, yeah, I think the ability to be able to remove the the you know the genetic issues is it's dangerous territory, mate. I didn't say it's not. No, it is a touchy subject, but essentially they, they would test you DNA, both partners, and they go cool. So you know, if you make a baby, dot, you know what I mean? Like there's potential that there's some things. That could come out of it. This is how we can change it before it even happens. So they're they're looking, you know, affecting it even before you know it begins. So mm. my issue is, is that's fine. People have choice because you know if you had to live with a child that had a massive disability, you know, and and it is hard. Like so, think of that person. Put yourselves in their shoes. No fucking way would you wish. You know, like it is hard to see that, and yeah. it's only at times where you, you know, you get a bit of space to look out outside the weeds that you can. You know, see that that's the part of the fabric of life that's made this child and you and your family who you are. Yeah, mm. but it's really hard to see that perspective sometimes when you're going through it all. And you see people sometimes you just go, "Fuck, I don't know how you do it." Mm. You know, I've told you about a story last week about a guy and his young kid, great footballer, sort of struck down with a horrific back injury, still struggling two years later. And you know, mm. now they're sort of, you know, and it's, I said to him, it's really hard. Mm. I can only imagine how hard it is. You mm. know. Um, yeah, and, and it is. It affects everything. Something I think that's where stem cell should be yep. used a lot more, particularly to yeah. help rehabilitation mm-hmm. of people. Kind of that's more what we can do now rather than at the embryonic stage. But that's even that's a grey area, isn't it? Like to get yeah, that, well, to get that used as oh, you know, it's you know, you got certain groups anti that kind of intervention in, you know. But it, but it, it works. Lives. Stem cell. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That it works, and I mentioned yeah. it to this guy. Especially with cancer, yeah. they've done some amazing things. If you can, yeah. you know, if you get your stem cells kept as a as a child, and then you grow up and you get cancer, yeah. what they can do yeah. using those stem cells is extraordinary. Mm. Well, Joe Rogan, I think he talks about mm. his shoulder that he had blown yeah. out, you mm-hmm. know, for for a long time, and I think he avoided surgery. Or he did have one surgery, but then second one or something came up and then um, he went and had stem cell and then I think it was after about three or four months the uh, doctor said mate your shoulder's like a 21 year old yeah like everything he's like what like you know like it repaired so he's he's a big um, supporter of that you know it's got to be used in the right context but again it's that fabric of life it's 
you know, he's got to where he is and he can now lift his kids and carry his kids and continue mm. on with his martial arts and have all this positive influence on people mm. that he interviews. So it's these fabrics of life that sow these, you know, little weaves over one another that makes us who we are. So I agree, Al, I don't... Any intervention is probably not ideal, but intervention at a point where we can be smart, like mm. fix things that would help someone's shoulder or hips or you know mm. what I mean yeah I, I, am, yeah. I am all for but I'm yeah I'm on that 100% don't yeah. get me wrong I acknowledge I'm part of an interventionist society I've born into one I've grown up in one it's happening yeah. all the time yeah it's just there's a, there's a concept so I've got Christian mates and they talk about this concept called gradualization or gradualism one or the other and it, it put simply it's thin end of the wedge and that is you take one step down a path and Maybe it's a bit much to say it's inevitable that you'll end up at the end of that path, but it's pretty typical. Okay, yeah, right. It's pretty typical. So it's just a human, part of the human condition is. Once we open a door to something, then we'll explore it. <laughs> well, this door got yeah, open a long the, time ago. It's sure. Closing. Yeah. Sure. Sure. The, the, what's going to be the issue is when people are going to go, oh, I'd like my child to have and choose the colour of the eyes. And they, and will. they start. Well, absolutely. That becomes cosmetic that's not now, doesn't it? Not, it's well, difficult no, to get that's the start of what yeah. are they choosing. Having it's not the start. Good shoulder, it's like blue eyes, <laughs> well, it big lips. Oh, well, yeah. you know, I yeah. want them to get you know bigger muscles, and I want them to be, you know, that's not the start. So what's the way start? past the start there. You're starting when we're saying we should have that choice now. That's the start. Choosing what we would call cosmetic things. Now you're now you're saying now we're saying oh, cosmetic is not as important as down syndrome well whose right is it to make that decision it's it, it, we've, as soon as you go down that in that door you've started it's not it doesn't start later <laughs> and that's the point we're, as humans we don't think through all the ramifications we just say it's good for this reason splitting the atom was awesome for whatever reason it was awesome for at the time now look I don't know about you but in the 80s I, you know I was in constant fear that I was going to be nuked rightly or wrongly mm. totally news is great for that well you know, so and 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 the thing is, it's it's whether it's a real threat or not, it's constantly used now mm. to intervene in the Middle East. You know, weapons of mass destruction. What a fucking furphy that was! Mm. And they're going to do it again to Iran because they just want control of resources. But but yeah. again, it comes down to it might be a fear of you know having brown eyes and not blue. So again, that fear machine starts up, and if if it's a want, so if there's a demand there, you know, the market's created already. Yeah. yeah so there's a doctor out there who goes well. Hey, I can do it. These are the parameters I work in. It's yep. all safe. You know, I can prove all that. There's a need. That person has the resources. So why can't it be done? And sure, someone over here who has, you know, Down syndrome, um, again, they have a need. There's a market. So I think it's, it's you know, like it's, it's not for us to sit there and judge who it's has not. preference. Mm. It, it, it is, it potentially would all be market driven out. But for me personally, it's like, well, cool. Help the people that, we could really make a difference too mm. in their lives. I don't care if you got blue eyes or brown eyes. You could walk into a fucking tree and your eye pops out your head. Well, there's your blue eye on the ground. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, let's be real. Yeah. You could, like, who cares? Mm. You know? Yeah. There's so, no real quality of life. Like, yeah. well, the, I don't know. Be yeah. Before long, like, is the Olympics going to be any point? No, they've got to have a blanket all in. Doesn't matter. Female, male, kid fucking gorilla don't care it's just an all-in-one olympics you just there's a hundred meters and fucking it doesn't matter man you can be in a wheelchair you can have no legs you can have a fucking rocket up your ass it doesn't matter we're all in 
So you're going to have people removing their legs so that they can run faster. No, nah, let's not get but down. Those... Let's not get down yes, into the weeds here, yeah. Ross. Yeah. No, so that's exactly what's going to happen. That's the whole debate. It might go off off pissed here, but yeah, the whole transgender kind of there. issue now is mm-hmm. men transing to be a woman, and yeah. now they're competing in Olympic events. I'm sure we've heard, you know they're yeah you know is that fair or not fair? Well, it's, no, they're I doing, don't. They're doing genetic testing. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the hormones, and that's what I've heard a lot about that with, like, especially with hormones. Like, well, there is one one you, woman you that got tested several times. Yeah, she does have a high level of, of you know. Oh, that's of, a South African runner, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. She she does look reasonably, you know, quite masculine for for a lady potentially. But they're so, going to be stronger and faster. So the and muscle fibers are is, even but different. She's, but she's she's completely natural. Yeah. Yep. Um, and genetically tested, she is a female. She just has really high, you know, um, male hormones. Well, no, they've tested it. Okay, yeah. They've tested it, and, and that's what it is. Um, but then, well, you know, if that's the type of conversations we're having, how do you ban someone? How do you say yes and no? And, you know, is that well, fine? The people then go, well, I, you know, I'm going to have higher hormones. And then you start genetic nah. engineering to have higher nah. hormones. And you, you there's so have, many. You have Olympics, REV2, Revision 2, and it just comes off the back of the original Olympics, and it's just all, all in, mate. Yeah, well, yeah. Be, no, but wouldn't yeah. it be great to see? Because I know there's like 16 year olds that could potentially be the 32 year old. Who wouldn't want to fucking see a match race like that? Go, kid. Yeah. yeah. And there's the mum who's training her ass off. Go. Like it gives them something to but do both. It's not, I mean, it's not going to be every event, but I'm just like, we get bogged down in this. Oh, she, she, is she a man or is she, you know, like, is she a female? Like, fucking, what? Well, if, if you're, if, no, she's no, if a, you're level, a female but, and you're competing. Yeah. And you're competing against someone, then you go, "Hey, look, that's a that's a bloke that I'm competing against, and yeah. that's not fair, and I can't compete against that." Yeah. Um, but you're otherwise number one in the world. Yeah. I can imagine you'd be pretty peeved about that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a good yeah. point. Do so, both. Do both. I used to always think, you know, with, not condoning this, but you know, like drugs in sport, it's yeah. such a huge thing. Every Olympics and yeah. every Tour de France, we don't have to mention Lance Armstrong and all that kind of stuff. I used to always say, "Yes, just, just." Make just if they're going to do drugs, just have it open. Yeah, just have it open. I'm not condoning it, by the way, but and then it's a fair playing field. You it know is, who's yeah. on it. Like, yeah. yeah, I've taken mine. I've taken mine. I'm not. Okay, fine. At least there you go. Run. Well, simple you know, logic says that just then it's open and. Yeah. Well, I know. I think you need to separate. Otherwise, then you're telling the people that aren't doing it that they need to destroy their bodies. Uh, yeah. With, yeah. with with hormones. No, 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 you no, know, hang on, hang on. This is just back to choice. If I choose to have a short life but an incredible career as an athlete by that sort of cheat, cheating, call it what you will. Mm. That's my choice. Enhancement. It's exactly well, the same so, conversation so, we're having so about then changing. So we need to the separate eye. and say, hey, well, you know, how about there's an Olympics for people that don't do that? Well, there already is. Well, I, I'm going to say that's it. That's the point. Yeah, that's the point. Logically, at the elite level, there must be no sport that's clean. Logically, because what we know scientifically now is that the difference between elite performers is microscopic. Absolutely. Right. They can run for. Or swim for you know kilometers and be a millisecond between. That's right. And yeah. so four years of training for that one event, mm. and so logically, if anyone's taking drugs, then the highest performers in that group, there has to be people taking drugs to be there. Like it's just a, it's just a logical mm-hmm. to 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 expect that it's it's by and large clean. There's only one or two doing the wrong thing is just ridiculous. And that'd go for AFL football. It just for me to be anything that is an elite might not be traceable. You think of all the advances in medicine. It's like the amount of cash that's in sport. You think like NFL shit like that, mate. Seriously, and then that'll trickle down to player up off the ground. You know, to to keep running, and they are they're machines. I can hear it all the time in sports. So you're like, so he actually went back out like that. Who's Mm. looking after him? 
Who's saying, oh, I don't think it's going to be good for your long term, mate? Yep. But that's probably not even taken into consideration. He's a gladiator in the Coliseum. Yeah, so what did he just have on the sidelines? Well, he just had two, you know, super duper Panadine forts, and then well, just it, asked him to get back out in the forward line and put yeah. the fucking ball through the sticks. Well, there was a whole team that got done in the um, AF, AFL a couple of years back. Yeah, right. that was a shit show, but it was a, it was a bit of a scapegoat too, you know, like a. Probably a warning for the others. That, yeah, but now yeah. they're now they're saying that the rules changed around the time it happened. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So it's just conspiracy after conspiracy. Yeah. It ruined careers, but ultimately, yep. let's get back to the fun shit of life, and we just have people that want to do whatever the fuck they want to do and get on the starting line. We'll have some parameters. You have to. Well, be they do that. Well, so you that. can do that right now. You can do whatever the fuck you want. But there are rules that are that are there at the moment. And if you get busted outside of those rules, you get busted outside of those no, rules. No, but just like a free-for-all. I just want to see some, just some crazy Let's start stuff. it. Let's start it. Yeah? Start, the, start, the, start the LF sign the Olympics. Olympics. <laughs> no, you can't have cool. a business name to it. In case it goes, <laughs> so goes pear-shaped. So, so I'll rock up on a motorbike. Oh, so no mechanics, but what, why not? And then you just put rules in. Hang on, if I haven't got any legs, that's a bit unfair. How about I get some blades no, put on but there? People don't, want to see, people don't want to see... Fucking four-day drawn-out test matches until because we get. Right? Who, who cares about that? It's all about 2020. 100 metres. So let's get match bike. races. What that guy who tried to beat the clock, the marathon runner. Did you see that recently? No. Anyway, so it was beating the fucking two-hour mark. I think it's like a... It's never been beaten. And anyway, he had runners with him. So, like, you know, they'd run with him. So he did a whole marathon by himself. And then people would transition sort of every couple of Ks, fresh legs, to keep him going. And there were people out cheering. There was one bloke. And he did it. He beat it. Um, that shit's cool. So let's, you know, let's do match races and beat the clock. Because what's the alternative? Just people carrying on about, oh, it looks like a man and it's not fair. And it's like, well... Well, that's, well we're talking about where genetic engineering's going. Well, let's genetically engineer people to have match races. Right. What are we talking well, that's, that's about? exactly what's going to happen right. if it hasn't already started happening already. Like, you know, well, it has. The Chinese basketballer. I reckon he came from a lab. Yeah, I mean, have you heard of William Gibson? Yeah. He could run like he was good. Yeah, yeah, tall. Was good. He had, strong. They're just going. He had no way. He already had two very tall parents. Like for for Chinese, Chinese yeah. they, they actually said they they brought them together to have a child for basketball. Did they? Yes. Wow. And I only found that out recently, like as in the last week. Wow. I was watching something on that, and I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. I thought, you know, he was just a freak of nature. Because there's, there's so many, like the tallest person in the world until quite recently, very recently, yeah. actually had um, a growth that on part of their body that made them grow. Wouldn't switch off. And therefore, they didn't grow, they, they weren't completely healthy. Like their body was, was a little bit unhealthy because yeah. it had grown at, a, at an exponential rate. But he was the tallest person in the world. Um, and thus kind of had a, sh a short life but you know there are now people that are starting to grow taller than that naturally yeah I think Yao Ming was the fourth largest player in the to well, play yeah. NBA mm. and like you know only by you know getting down mm -hmm. to millimetres yeah. kind of yeah. height so but he, he had a very short career though so I'm not cause he's, he? yeah, okay. yeah he was, I think he was like 28 or something when he kind of stopped because of injury to his mm. knees and things yeah, like that right. so maybe that's another byproduct of of that, what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm. There's going to be a curve. Yeah. Performance curve. Yeah. Like yeah. there always is. Yeah. yeah. It's pike, it's speed, yeah. Spike and then go down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Kirby yeah. Bryant, he's, he's one of the yeah. recent champions. He wasn't that tall in the scheme mm. of NBA, was he? So, yeah. But a big leap. Yeah. 
Remember Jonah Lomu, the um, yeah. New Zealand yeah. rugby player? We were watching some highlights a few weeks back from a little fella because he goes, oh, I've never heard of him. We watched the highlight reel, 10 minutes of this just machine. And my little fella's a runner. Mm. And he goes, Dad, how does, he, how does he move so quick? And he just hits people. Like, he just... Mm. It was unbelievable. He said, like, where is this guy? Why have I never heard of him? I said, oh, he died as well. He, um, he had type 2 diabetes and battled, um, I think he had liver mm. liver problems and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah it's really, causes a lot yeah, it's really sad that um, it was cut short. But, yeah, what a machine just to watch him, how fast, how big and quick he was. Um, yeah, it was, and I don't think he was genetically modified. Maybe in the backyard over a few hungies. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But it's well, funny, that's, I'm not sure if, if Australia does this or not, but I was quite interested to find in Sweden. I went to Stockholm once and um, my friend Daniel was staying with it. All babies born in Sweden have DNA taken from them. Oh, right. By law. Well, so there's the a, data, a DNA data bank that the Swedish okay. government has. So yeah. every, every it's by, they have to have the DNA taken and recorded and logged. And mm. I, didn't, I haven't gone further than that, but I was like, wow, oh. That's pretty, you know, yeah. what are they doing with it in the background yeah. kind of thing, you know. Would it's, there be laws, or, you think there'd be pretty strict laws around it or? Here, here to be oh, like, man, I'm I just not asking the uh, question. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what are they doing with it? And that's where that kind of thing starts, the genetic yeah. model. You can, you, then you can, the government can take control of, I'm not getting into conspiracy here, but you can. You can almost mm. trace, okay, this is a gene that's strong in our people or yeah, whatever. Yeah, right, we'll do that, that and that. That's maybe, I can see they're probably using it for crime as well. You know, if someone yeah, commits a crime, yeah, bang, it's on their database instantly. But it's more what we're talking about there, you know, yeah. particularly modification can come into that. If it can be abused, that's what I'm trying to say. It's, and it's a yeah. crossover that my concern is, is in the insurance space. So like income protection, you know, health, health, um, you know, insurance where, and it's getting closer and closer, you know, where these, I've seen hospitals before and you're just like, oh, that, that kind of doesn't make sense, you know, like a, you know, health insurance provider is sort of a bit too close to the mark. And as soon as they get like bloods and things like that, um, you know, they can start to determine whether you're liable for insurance or whether you, or when, whether you're eligible for insurance yep. or whether you get paid out. So genetically, that, yeah, that mm. really, you know, like Fitbit and all the rest of it, like, there's some information we're putting out there. And, you know, if you get bloods done and oh, I know when I got my DNA test, I want to know where it goes. I don't need to know it's stored in a private. You know, vault essentially mm. that you're not just going to mm. hand it over to you know my insurance provider who's well if I pay you 20 grand for that now at the start of his life at 20 we'll make that back in spades you know especially if he has an accident we don't have to pay out you know so that's an example of how it can be very um, kind of very gray area can yeah. and will and yeah. will be used that yeah. way it will be used that you way you know what I mean mm. so well you, you've got um, you know you're, you're predisposition to colon cancer so mate yeah, if you want to get insured it's this much or we won't insure you I mean, I suppose it forces people to lead healthy, healthy lifestyles. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's probably one. But that's benefit, already happening. Yeah, we're all males, therefore our insurance is higher. But if you get, say, I got insured for income protection when I was thirty, no, under thirty, I was about yeah, twenty five. But it steps, you know, like it goes up. But if anything happens to me, like that, I don't, I'm not subject to the rigors of testing and things like that. Mm. But now, if I did want to go with another insurer because of my age, I have to go in and do bloods, and there, mm. there's some that won't insure you. Mm. Wow. You risk. Wow. Yeah. So if you get it early, you're right. Yeah. But yeah. it may get to a point where they go, well, like the Swedish, and in your DNA, we know that. Yeah. But it's already, you're going to have a heart attack. It's already yeah. happening. Yeah. yeah. You know, just based on my genetics, i.e., male or female, mm. if I'm male, I get charged more for for um, car insurance. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. That's just a fact. 
Yeah. And I've spoken to a lot of people about this and they go, yeah, how's that a problem? And I'm like, what? Hang on. You know, this is discrimination because I'm a male. Yeah. There is no other basis. Oh, but you have more accidents. Irrelevant. Yeah. Irrelevant. I'm a male. That does not mean that I personally, it just means that I'm more likely to. But therefore, just being born male, I am forced to pay higher life insurance. But being a male, I also eat more. Yeah. But being a male doesn't entitle me to be paid more to pay for the extra food I eat or the extra long bed that I need to live on or the extra big clothes or the extra car insurance. Well, you don't have to, you don't have to be insured. No, you don't, but no. that's not the point. There's, there's this complete imbalance happening at the moment. And we're talking about things being genetically relevant and not relevant, mm. but there's this massive imbalance and it's, and it's, you know, we're talking about trying to make things even in the world. And I know that I've kind of steered a bit away from, you know, genetic engineering, but you're talking here about being charged more for your insurance because you're a higher risk. Yeah. And I'm saying, well, I already am. As a male car driver, I'm already being charged more for my insurance. But we talk about things being even. It's not It's not about being like things being even. I, I, I listened to a podcast. I uh, can't remember who it was. Um, it was a pr- pretty prolific thinker. Um, it'll come to me. But they they grilled him on like, well, why why are you know women why are not more women engineers, you know is that's not fair, you know, and they talk about wage and he goes, listen, even if like it's just it's known fact that more men apply for engineering, mm. yep, mm. it's more interesting than women do, yeah, like so like <coughs> if you want to be, like you want to be fair, that's cool, but people are gonna be doing jobs they fucking hate. Is that what yeah, we yeah. want? Mm. You know, like just to be fair and get mm. equality, he goes like. It's, it's not relevant you know he made a really good point about Absolutely. it they're like well it's still not fair and he's going you're not fucking hearing me eight <laughs> blokes to you know eight blokes and two women apply to be engineers that's just the fact yeah so oh, mate, you I, can't even I started you know, nurses and, and, and medicine and things like that and yeah. he said I'm not he goes I'm completely on the fence but he said it, it's just the way it is you know like mm. if, a, if a female wants to nurture and that's in their nature and their DNA and they feel comfortable and they follow their life's passion shouldn't we support that Mm. rather than worrying about if it's equal or not have you asked yeah. the person what they want yeah. to do sorry you're not allowed to do what you want to, what you want to do because we need more women in engineering yeah. so you need to come over here you need to stop doing what you're doing and yeah. what you love and you need to come over here and be an engineer but it I, it's just interesting right. where that you know sort of not argument but where it comes from I believe in equality like fair days um, equity pay. yeah like equity not equality is it equity yeah well whatever it is I never looked at it like that I just think if someone's suited to a position or a job or a role that's just what it is like if they've mm. had to fight for it and get there and you know bust all the blokes around them good mm. on her you know like I, I really support that like there's mm. nothing there's absolutely nothing wrong with that but if the, the, the numbers stack up that it's like you know a real small percentage go there and they actually make it that's even more amazing but like it's I think male all males should be genetically modified to be safer drivers oh he's put that out there <laughs> TAC simple is there a sim- for that? simple answer just just eradicate the problem and so we can get back no, to no. equal my, my, solve a lot of problems I think right. you've just gone to the root cause yeah. you saved us 30 my, years my passion, <laughs> research and development my passion we're sitting there it's just like well you know fuck here's what it is my passion as a driver has made me such a, such a safe driver today I've heard my about you driving on two wheels, allegedly on a racetrack. I'm going to say it was on a racetrack and not on a public Whereas road. my passion does the opposite. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Is it passion? It's passion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh so God. he's talking about himself. He should have been genetically yeah. modified. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just think no, you no. should just get a 1.2 litre. No GM here. 
that's yeah. a 180B. You just, no matter, you could put your foot through the floor and it's just not going to do anything. Or he'd done the Yaris. Oh, yeah. Did not work for me. No? No. You put your foot through Did the floor. Yaris. I had a Yaris for okay. a few years. The 300 SEL, 1971 300 SEL Merc, gangster mobile that I had afterwards, was one of my favourites. <laughs> that worked much better. <laughs> for what? Just driving around town? Well, my favourite was coming through the gardens. So you come, you know, from Richmond, Swan Street Bridge, through the gardens, Kilda Road. Yeah. It was just a little bit wet. You could just come out and just slide across the tram tracks on the other side of the road and mm-hmm. come back. That was my favourite little movie. Gangster. That's what. It's good. My favourite was uh, my VV Commodore, and coming into a, a corner like a like an intersection. So if I'm on a T, I'm going on straight. And I want to turn up the right on turn right off it. Um, yeah, to do a, a power slide there, drop it back, kick it into second, um, tap the brake a bit, turn the front wheel, plant plant the foot on the accelerator, the back brakes loose, and yeah, come up that next road sideways and. Whoosh, up the road. This is down a Sandown racetrack, yeah? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah nice. They, they, were, they were drawn on chalk. Yeah, great course. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should have got off that on the course as many times. Yeah. No. Well, I don't, I'm not a mad driver driver, but I've been in with some pretty crazy uh, yeah, drivers. Hmm. We're all just and playing out how we feel when we're behind the wheel. Oh, that's a t-shirt. But how's that all going to change in, say, 50 years? And I say that loosely, that we're all driving electric. Well, no, driverless, driverless cars. Driverless cars. Okay, yeah. Problem, problem gone. There's, yeah. there's talk, sorry, off topic again. No, not really, but there's Uber jobs now. So you're going to have, you know, yeah. yeah, have you heard about that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Someone mentioned that to me. I said, oh, that's awesome. So you have like, I don't know. How's that going to work? How's what going to work? Uber jobs. So you can just get someone around to, you know, fix your shit. Or, you know, like Airtasker. Give your hand. Yeah. Oh, right. Got it. Have you okay. used Airtasker? I used Airtasker once. Yeah. And I just went, oh, right. That was interesting. Why would we no. need another service to provide services that are. The thing, it's the branding, isn't it, with Uber, I think, that they're But it, it just drives yeah. the, the cost of labour down. So, what I found when I used Airtasker is that you put it out there and you want to use people that are pretty reputable, who've got a bit of experience, especially in like gardening, for instance. Uh, and I thought, okay, I'll pick a bloke. He seems young, good, good reviews. And he come around and a bit rough around the edges him and his mate but they didn't have enough fucking idea what they were doing I'll just stand there yeah. going yeah Ross on the second day so we agreed to get all this work done for the agreed value yeah. and on the second day I came home and there was a pregnant woman in the driveway lifting logs into a um, into a bin I said oh hey gum, what are you up to you want a hand and she's like oh yeah no Gary's like got another job we're real busy and that so he double booked and I was just like oh Jesus. you don't have to do this love just grab a seat no 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 he didn't want to let you down I said well it's great that he didn't want to let us down but he shouldn't be let you know yeah he, he, we're not he, just he, talking he, twigs man he has. so <laughs> I rang him up and I said mate you need to get back around here and like he goes oh I'm, I've double booked I said look I understand man but like if you shave a bit off I'm good but you, you can't have your partner pregnant lifting these logs and he goes well just let her do it I said no mate it's all good like it's all good like I'll just pay her she just can't work you know and yeah Mm. my missus got home was just like going going back to insurance I wonder what coverage is coming on it just comes down to that I don't know whether it's relevant or not but yeah it's a bit of a concern that once that sort of Mm. hits home that you get and the cost of no one's getting paid well for it so yeah that that, uh, that Uber those, those people are not getting paid well at all driving um, yeah allegedly well because the price so uber um 
prices gone up, which is you know the great thing about that is it you know, it allow, opens the market for other people to come in. Yeah, um, the amount that they take is huge, okay. and yet they've cut price. Uh, it it is good that we you know potentially we don't have as many layers, uh, but but still, I've heard what some of those people made. I must um, say they're not as happy these days. Maybe yeah. that's maybe that's why. Yeah, well, the price is yeah they're just not as happy. Yeah. Yeah. things. Mm. Their price is almost the same now. The last time I went to catch a, a cab. Their price is almost identical. Yeah. It's only like two bucks in it over thirty something dollars. So what happens when it's all driverless cars? Because that's what it'll, it'll eventually yeah. get to. I mean, electric, but driverless cars, I think so, is the future. Um, it is Uber's created a bit of an economy in of its in of itself for people to you know earn cash on the side. But so yeah. what what when that when that price gets driven down, there's less cash in that economy. Like what happens when it transitions to driverless cars? Like what happens to all these people that are making you know there could be a billion dollar a year industry. I don't know what it is in Australia, but I know it's pretty significant. Mm. But it happens, happens. that happens every day. Yeah. Every day there's industries that where, you know, the, the work disappears. Mm. You know, factory workers, how many factory workers are there per thing that gets produced these days? You know, the factory line disappears. It's replaced with a machine constantly. Yeah. There's always advancements in technology that, that remove things. Uh, I think... I'm not so sure how many, but a lot of the tube lines in London are driverless now. Mm, okay. wow. There's no drivers on the, yeah. the tube networks on certain lines because mm. they're all individual. Like the DLR is totally driverless. You can sit at the front and go, oh, right. oh sit right at the front. You know, wow. it's quite weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no one driving this thing. But Well, there is, but they're in the control room. Is there people at the stations? Well, they've got rid of a lot of people at stations now as yeah. well. Yeah, they, they cut back about... It was only last year. Hmm, so it's just machines now. Union police, I know they had... Uh, a few <laughs> at, 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 at the important places. Always but yeah, room. otherwise, I mean, yeah, kids just jump the barriers. And well, okay. that's the problem. Yeah, you, really remove, you remove the, the, you know, the conductors and things from your stations and then suddenly you've got a crime problem because there's no, there's no one there. Yeah. So now they have to hire police in to, <clears throat> to police the tracks instead. It's, yeah. So it's, you didn't get away with the job. You just moved it somewhere else in that situation wow. yeah. I suspect the prison system makes more money than collecting fares for public transport quite possibly maybe logically it probably does mm. I think it does well it takes five blokes to put in a stop sign including one holding a stop yeah. sign <laughs> no no there's two holding the signs there's two holding signs you've got to go for both directions true a mate from um, South Africa is telling mm. me he said that you know, just to keep people employed, they do. They like, you know, they'll plan out a roundabout that takes mm. two blokes four hours, and there'll be twelve blokes mm. a day, two days. Yeah, no, don't work. Just stand around. You can see it. Yeah, just drive around Melbourne. You can see it. Yeah. yeah. So maybe. So anyway, what happens to that economy when there's very low skills? You know, they want people to come in and uh, fix your gas pipe. Yeah, got a gas pipe here. Yeah. Oh, is there a shortage of some random to, dude coming in to fix your gas how, how do they police that it's just yeah. an electrical bit mate. I know what's going on there's smoke before but just can you sort it out for me <laughs> yeah alright well let's leave that alleged conversation where it is cool. yes, and it wrap happened. up um, this uh, podcast and once again thank you Will for being here thank you for having me this week yeah, yes. it's been it's been awesome. We didn't get to hear much from you today. <laughs> no, it was very. Although interesting. you did get to open up with the uh, the conversation about the salt. Salt, so. yeah. Jesus, so we salt, salt, salt it. We yeah. did, we did. And then uh, since then, we've just had our ears assaulted. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, dad, dad jokes, dad jokes. That's a good one. I'm, I'm a dad, so I'm. Uh, that's my excuse got, for getting getting those out whenever I can. We got the waffles out, yeah. <laughs> we <did>. cooked well. <laughs> awesome. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.
This has been Ross Pepper, Alistair McDonald, and Luke Farrar for the Ross L and Luke Show. If you wish to get in contact with us regarding the show, please reach out to us via email on rosslluke at gmail.com. To discover more about myself, Ross Pepper, please visit my website, rosspepper.com. To check out L and discover what he can do for your team, please visit his website, alistairmcdonald.com.au. And if you're ready for an awesome sign for your business, be sure to visit luke at lfsigns.com.au. You have been listening to the Ross Allen Luke Show. Thanks for listening and have a spectacular day.